Thanks for joining us for the weekend edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Each Friday and Saturday here on In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. gives a Mideast prophecy update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. The United States pulling out of Syria is an astounding turn of events. Is this the precursor to President Trump's big deal? We know he has a strong desire to be the president who brokered peace in the Middle East. That said, we also know that peace in the Middle East will never happen. That is, until Jesus returns and brings peace. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on December 30th, 2018. What's even more interesting is this Ynet News report that Russia expects, listen to this, the Syrian government to take over the areas where the U.S. troops are currently deployed following their withdrawal. Aw, isn't that nice? Russia wants Syria to take control of those areas. Do you believe that? Russia has no intentions. They're never going to allow Syria to control anything. Russia wants to control everything, and they are. I heard one commentator uh, say, it's kind of an interesting way to say it, but he says, Turkey and even Iran are kissing the boots of Vladimir Putin. I think there's some truth to that. Well, Al Jazeera had an interesting report. I saw it on Fox News. In fact, pretty sure Fox News covered it pretty well. But Putin is hailing the successful test of Russia's new hypersonic missile, which will enter service next year. This thing is amazing. You cannot detect this uh, hypersonic missile. It's a among the array of new nuclear weapons that Putin presented in March, saying that Russia had to develop them in response, get this, to the development of the U.S. missile defense system that could erode Russia's nuclear deterrent. When first presenting it, the Russian president said the new missile system has an intercontinental range and can fly in the atmosphere at 20 times the speed of sound. 20 times the speed of sound. Let that sink in. Bypassing the enemy's missile defense, he emphasized that no other country currently has hypersonic weapons. The U.S. doesn't have that. The timing of this is no coincidence, given this report from out of news about Russia's plan to host 
another Putin-Erdogan Rouhani summit in early 2019. It should be noted that the last time Russia, Iran, and Turkey met and had a summit concerning Sirius, Sirius, well, it was Sirius, Syria, okay, took place in Iran in September. And now they're going to have another one, only this time it's going to be in Russia. Doubtless, the purpose of the summit will be that of discussing the strategy concerning Syria subsequent to the U.S. troop withdrawal. This is where it gets even more interesting. Some suggest that Trump's surprise announcement, and it was a surprise, of this troop withdrawal was in advance of the unveiling of his much-anticipated peace plan. However, it's once again being put on the back burner, this time due to Israel's, quote, snap elections, which will now take place early on April 9th of 2019. According to the Times of Israel, Israel's early election will significantly delay the publication of the U.S. administration's much-awaited proposal for Israeli-Palestinian peace, as the White House keeps the plan on the back burner, here's why, for fear of influencing the vote. That's why. Here's where I'm going with this. This is what we're going to be watching in 2019. Would you agree that it's going to be a very interesting year? (laughs) It's going to be very interesting to watch all of these developments of profound prophetic significance play out. 2019, I was thinking about this, just indulge me for a moment. I share this for a reason, actually. But 2019 marks the 13th year since God really impressed upon my heart to start talking about and teaching Bible prophecy. Back in 2006, the Lord just really ministered to me that we were entering into a time of human history that would be the likes of which we had never seen before, nor would we ever see again. That in fact, we were entering into the last moments of world history and that it was time to start bringing to the forefront, the front burner, if you will, Bible prophecy, the teaching of end times, eschatology, if you prefer. I couldn't have known at that time how God would use it over the last 13 years. I had no idea. Now, why do I mention this? The reason I mention this is because it's a much-needed reminder of why we do this. And by the way, this is probably as good of a time as any to recommit to you that I have no intentions of ever stopping doing these weekly prophecy updates. Actually, there will be one time when I stop, and that's because we won't be here. (laughs) And you better not be here either, okay? The reason is because 
This is our blessed hope. And doing these prophecy updates brings much encouragement to God's people in these last days as the world waxes more and more evil with each passing day. You know, for those of you who get our prayer list that has prayers from people all over the world from our online church, and you go through those those prayer lists and those prayer requests and you pray for these people, I mean, it's heartbreaking. The things that people are, are dealing with. And when you talk about Bible prophecy, it brings to the forefront this hope that at any time that trumpet is going to sound and the dead in Christ are going to rise first and we who are alive and remain will be caught up, raptured up to meet the Lord in the air. I've said it many times before. I hope you don't tire of me saying it and I'm going to say it again. Were it not for this blessed hope of the soon return of Jesus Christ and the rapture of the church, which by the way is our only hope, Were it not for that hope, I would literally, this is not hyperbole, I would lose my mind. I would go out of my mind. I would go insane. This is the only thing that keeps me sane is knowing that this is as bad as it gets. And that day is soon and very soon. And as we talked about in our Philippian study, it's going to be worth it. The sufferings of this life are going to be worth it. Because when you have this to look forward to, it makes whatever you're going through so much easier to get through. That's one of the main reasons we do these prophecy updates. There's another reason we do these prophecy updates. But this is probably as good of a time as any to recommit to you that I have no intentions of ever stopping the presenting of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and with it the ABCs of salvation. And here's why. We continue to hear from people all over the world that are telling us that many are coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ by way of the ABCs, the simple, childlike sharing of the ABCs of salvation and the gospel of Jesus Christ, which, by the way, the Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians and then the Thessalonians said that the good news, the gospel, is that Jesus Christ was crucified, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day, and to the Thessalonians he would say, he's coming back one day. That's the good news. That's the blessed hope. That's the gospel of salvation in Jesus Christ. Before I share the ABCs of salvation, I want to share with you a Facebook post that I was tagged in yesterday by Pia, an online member from Switzerland, who I had the privilege of meeting a number of years ago. She attends Jan Markell's conference in Minnesota every year, and We were so honored to have her on our recent tour in Israel in November. She has a unique calling in ministry. 
in Switzerland in the red light district with victims of prostitution and human trafficking, some of whom are as young as 14 years old. Here's some of what she posted. Thanks so much for your prayers, and thanks, Pastor J.D., for your ABC cards. Do you know that feeling? You think you are a blessing, and at the end, you are coming back more blessed. It was not the first time I had this experience when I came home from the red light district. The day before in the evening, I started to feel sick, but I'm used to that. It was an attack. Sometimes the enemy wants to stop me, but that one who lives in me is greater than he that is in the world, 1 John 4, 4. It was a year full of sad things, but we also experienced encouraging things. More or less one year ago, we found in an apartment very young girls, 14 years old. I thought that these are victims of human trafficking, and so I informed our headquarters, and four months later, the police could smash a human trafficking ring. Maybe you think it is only a drop on a hot stone, but to know that there is one human trafficking ring less is for me a sign of victory. The exciting thing was that some women found a way out of the prostitution and are learning now a job. 99% of all prostitutes don't want to earn money as a prostitute, And it is not a job what they do. It is a form of slavery. Prostitution was, is, and will always be a form of slavery. No one of us have a right of sex, but all of us have a right of love. This love we find in Jesus. On our last mission in 2018, we had a lot of open doors and hearts, and some opened the door before we could ring. They see us normally on the cameras. It is also a joy for us when we when they love to see us. One woman asked for a Spanish Bible, and I'm going to bring her a Bible on Monday. And yes, we could also share Pastor J.D.'s ABCs of Salvation. A brother in America created this card over J.D.'s church. I organized this card, and so they landed also in Switzerland. Isn't that amazing? The enemy uses globalization for bad things, and we are using it for good things. I thank you all for your prayers during that year. To know that you all prayed for us and the women helps to go out and share the gospel. Never in this year I was afraid, even if we saw and see how dark the world is and was. Thanks to Jesus and your prayers, we felt safe all the time. 2019 is coming, and If we are still here, believe me, I prefer to be in heaven in 2019. But as long as we are still here, I want to be in the Father's business. Philippians 1, 23, 24. We are going to share the gospel in a place where it seems that the enemy is the winner, but he is not. Our Lord Jesus was, is, and will be forever the King of kings and Lord of lords, and in him we have the victory. I wish you and your families all the best for 2019. May God bless you with all you need and wish. Thanks for all, and I love you all. Maranatha. Praise the Lord. 
Please pray for Pia as well. She's on the front lines, truly on the front lines. Well, I want to share with you the ABCs of salvation. They're so simple. You know, as uh, reading a comment about someone saying, you know, I can always have people watch your updates because I know you will always share the gospel and the ABCs of salvation. And not only that, but I've watched you do it, and I'm learning how I can do it, and I am now doing it, and you've given me that which I need to be equipped in order to do it. So please, if, and I don't mean this to be derogatory, but I would just kindly ask that you don't tune me out. I mean, I would assume that the majority, if not all of you here in this amazing church that I'm privileged to pastor are saved, born again of the Spirit of God. But maybe the Lord wants you to share the gospel with somebody that He's going to bring into your path this week and give you the boldness to do it. There is no high. I know you're going to agree with me when I say this, for those of you who have experienced this. Listen, I've done a lot of drugs in my day back before I got saved. And the high of any drug does not even begin to compare with the high of leading somebody to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. There's no high like that. Even just sharing the gospel, which is why it is, by the way, that the enemy will put fear in your heart because he doesn't want you to. So that you become, you know, bashful and even ashamed of the gospel. That's the enemy. We were talking about this on Thursday night. That the Lord will never make you afraid. If, if you have fear, that's not from the Lord. That's from the enemy. The, the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power. That's the word dunamis. Maybe this is a word for somebody here. I had no intentions of going here, but maybe this is for somebody here or online. That word for power in 2 Timothy is the word dunamis in the Greek where we get the English word dynamite. That is explosive power. Instead of fear, God has given you that power, that boldness. To share the gospel and to overcome that fear because he's not giving you a spirit of fear. He's giving you a sound mind. So here's the ABCs. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned, that you're a sinner and that you need Jesus as the Savior. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. Romans 3.23 says all have fallen short, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We were all born sinners, which is why we must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news, by the way. But here's the good news, the gospel. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the A. Here's the B. 
The B is for believing your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. This is Romans 10, 9 and 10. It says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will, will be saved. And the C is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. And if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, Romans 10, 13, my favorite one. This seals the deal. Very simple. All, all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So I called upon the name of the Lord in January of 1982. That was 37 years ago uh, next month. And I'm, I'm really glad that Jesus didn't come back in 1981. Just saying. Think about when you called upon the name of the Lord and when you were saved. What year was that? You know why it seems like the Lord tarries? <laughs> it's because it's not His will that any should perish, but that all should come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. When that last Gentile gets saved, we are out of here. So if you're here, and you're that last Gentile, or you're watching online, I'm telling you, man, listen, you'll probably be put in protective custody in heaven, because nobody wants to know who you are, because you were the one that was holding out. I'm being silly, but... The truth is, when that last Gentile gets saved, that trumpet is going to sound. So let's share the gospel so that last Gentile can get saved. Amen? Father in heaven, I, first of all, I thank you so much for your people who are so patient with me, so gracious, so loving, so long-suffering. Lord, I thank you for your people who love you, love your word. And Lord, I also thank you for those who may be watching online and they've stuck with this video, haven't clicked it off, and they got to this point because you wanted them to be watching at this point. Lord, I pray that today would be the day of their salvation. In Jesus' name, and Lord Maranatha, come quickly. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kariohe. Now, it's so important that you hear the purpose behind these prophecy updates that Pastor J.D. shares. 
The purpose is to see people just like you come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. When you're right with the Lord, you'll be ready for the Lord and His soon return. You can do this by first admitting you're a sinner, that you've broken God's perfect law. Second, you need to confess that there's nothing you can do to fix this. You can't attend church enough, you can't pray enough or give enough money. There's nothing you can do to atone for your sins. Third, you must realize that there is someone who can. His name is Jesus Christ, and He is the Savior of the world. He gave His own life so that you wouldn't have to experience the penalty for your sins, which is death. Please, if you're listening today, receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and escape the realities of the prophecies that are being fulfilled all around you. For more information about what it means to be born again into the kingdom of God, log on to InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and select the New Believers option. Again, that web address is InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. Now, in the next edition of In Spirit and Truth, Pastor J.D. will be teaching through God's Word just like he does Monday through Thursday. And then don't forget to join us next Friday and Saturday for another timely prophecy update. Until then, may God bless you and keep you in his love.